0: 9.33 and we're back and um, you'll probably remember like a couple years ago when we started this show, more than a couple years yeah, more than a couple years ago, uh, the first time we had Chantel Hyde on, Canada's dating coach, that like revolutionary moment where she told us about the no kissing for three months thing. Now Chantel's speaking uh, directly to women who are looking for commitment, solid love relationship, not women who are trying to have the fun fun. Go ahead and have the fun fun.
1: I don't need to help them with that. That's, <laughs> <laughs> like it's, this, we figure this is that advantage. out on our own, right? Well, let me tell you, this is, this is the advantage that women have over men is we are that prize. Like when it comes to, you know, I, I might get in trouble for saying this, but part of the reason why men really work so hard is, you know, finally to achieve the woman of their dreams. And, and we embody what it is that they're looking for because they are biologically driven to be sexual beings and plant that seed in order to continue the species. And so there's a drive to achieve a woman. And so really the moment a woman presents herself sexually, it's very easy to find somebody who's going to play with her.
0: Easier to, for women to have the fun fun than for men to find someone who's willing to just no strings attached thing.
1: It is. I, yeah. I would say that it is easier for women to to achieve that fun, fun, and it's a little bit more effort for men. Hmm. But when it comes to relationships, Mm -hmm. what we're doing wrong as women is we're following men's lead when it comes to timing of sexuality. And instead of, you know, kind of standing back a little bit, seeing where it goes, observing behavior, and then choosing the right one for us, we're, we're putting the cart before the horse, so we're getting sexual, which actually fools our brain into thinking we already know everything that we know about the person, which is why a woman, when she has a first kiss, regardless of how early it is, she has it on a first date, and then the next day somebody says, can I take you out? Most women will say, I'm seeing somebody.
0: Mm. So that
1: first kiss committed them.
0: So that's what it's all about. It's not about shaming or telling you to be virtuous in any way. It's always been about you take that time to observe the behavior.
1: It's all about matching. It's vetting. Yes. You have to match your behavior to your intent. So if your intent is just having fun, then the only criteria is, am I attracted sexually to this person? And then you go for it. So you don't need me there because as women, that's really easy. Go have fun and do it. I have nothing against that. I am, I am very open when it comes to sexuality. I do not have that kind of you know, you must abstain, you must be pure, like, no, like if you want to have fun, go have fun. But if you want a relationship and you're having trouble because you keep picking the wrong partner, Call Chantel mm-hmm. because I'm going to give you the behavior that's going to change the outcome and the next one you pick is
0: going to be the right one. So we're going to get to that in a second because I think that this uh, letter that you got is, I mean, many, many of us could have written this letter mm-hmm. and um, about, about you know, the Kind of the bad boy complex, yeah. So we're gonna get to that in a second, but let's go back to the relationship um, challenge that you've been doing for for the entire year for 2018. Um, And people were just you know signing up on Facebook and learning how to improve a relationship, not necessarily a a romantic one, right? Yeah, it
1: could be honestly, it could be with the person in the mirror, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's it's a family, it's a friend, it's a romantic, whatever it is. These are the steps you need to work on in order to change things if that's what you want to
0: do. So we'll we'll just tell you that you can go and join the relationship challenge even now it's yes. not too late no and so we've we have gone over um the steps in depth and you can do that on the relationship challenge 2018 uh facebook page with Chantel hyde search it and look pop right up for you uh but we're going to give the next step here this morning so we're going to do a recap first yes a
1: quick recap the first one is meditation uh the second one is creating a naturally positive brain and then the third is releasing negative emotions. The fourth is detaching your emotional roller coaster from other people's rides. The fifth is knowing the love languages. So knowing your own and then knowing the other person's love language. And the sixth is now putting that into practice. So now we're actually going from interior Work to exterior work
0: and that all sounds like a lot but and it is a lot you got to put the work in I suppose if you if you want the rainbow you got to put up with the rain you got to do the work absolutely um, but it's all there it's it's all there. so if you're like what what was step three then just go and and you can figure that out but let's talk about stop, uh, step six
1: yes so you know what I want you to be conscious of is that knowledge is power. And where you are right now at this step is the perfect balance between knowing how to elevate love within yourself, reducing your fight or fear, knowing how to envelop it within your partner, like really kind of taking that interior piece that you've been working on and now pushing it outward. And I say, like, we infect each other, right? So you've been doing a lot of inner work to create a more calm and loving presence within yourself because, like, my number one relationship rule is not fair to ask for anything you're not willing to do first. And so you want to bring love and peace into the relationship, What about mowing
0: the lawn? Can I ask for that? Because I'm not willing to do that. All right. (laughs) Bad feminist. I'm just kidding. That was
1: true. No, (laughs) no. Listen, I didn't know I was a feminist until Trump came into power. Mm. And yet... And this is this is kind of like i mean this is my life i am dualities at all times because i really i mean i'm about to become president of zonta in waterloo in a couple of years like i'm president elect at this point and and zonta is an organization a un recognized organization of women who lean in locally and internationally to elevate women. So, you know, locally, we're, we're helping fund projects that help with like mental health and cancer research or not cancer research, but cancer care for women. And internationally, we are educating women. Uh, we're, we're fighting to end child marriages. We're fighting to end genital mutilation. And, and so like I'm, I'm really leaning into this feminist power and yet if you come and look at the dynamic at my house, mm-hmm. it is gender rolled.
0: Really? And I love it. Well I think that's I think that's fine as long as you love it. Absolutely. Right? If that's what to you've chosen for yourself, yes. then I that's exactly what feminist feminism is, is yes. choosing what's best for you. Yes. And not having someone else choose it for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. And I say to people like, and I love
1: that. I mean, I kind of like, I like a little bit of shock factor Mm -hmm. and I will literally say to people sometimes I, I point at my husband and I go, he owns me.
0: You do not. I so do. But well, that's because I think it's got. It's, it's like some sexual turn on thing.
1: Oh, a little bit. No, I'm so sorry. This again. is the only man. There is one man in the world who can grab my butt, and it is that one. And it is because I have given him, like, like the ownership
0: that he has, is
1: by permission.
0: Right. Well, again, I stand by. I think that feminism means you get to decide what's best for you. Yeah. As long as you have all the pertinent information to make right. that choice. <laughs> um, what do people say when you say that?
1: Oh, it's just, they, they can't believe it. Like, there's there's that, like, did she just say that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: What does he say when you say that? <laughs> oh, he, <laughs> he puffs out his chest. I bet he does. Oh, he loves it. Um, oh, Chantel, you kind of lost me on that one. Oh, I'm not my goodness. Lie. Um, okay, so... Sixth step is the and I know a lot of people hear the love languages thing and I kind of thought same th- I kind of thought, and a couple different people said to me read this mm-hmm. think about love languages find out your own love language and um, I mean there's nine trillion articles on the internet so that must be true um, about love languages so many relationship experts use these love languages as the basis for all kinds of different um, relationship t- uh, you know kind of classes or therapies or, or things like that what what if you're invested in finding out your love language but your partner is not like how do you get do, do you, you'd have you'd have to take this quiz so to speak to find out the love language yes so how do you do that if you're doing the love language test but your partner doesn't want to well, you want to
1: do it together.
0: Do it together. Yeah, okay.
1: because uh, like again, like this is all about being the emotional leader, and we are monkeys designed to imitate. And so, and and I say to women, don't demand that your your man do things. Lead the way. Show him how it's done. And so, when it comes to doing this love language quiz, you know, come like go to Google, uh, type in five love language quiz, click on images. There's going to be a thirty question quiz, or go buy the book. It's amazing, mm-hmm. um, and. And bring it to him and say, I want to do this with you. And and you want to give a little bit of power over, right? Because you don't want to, like, you don't want to be demanding. You don't want to be bossing. You want to give him a sense that he has some input into this so that he feels he's doing it with you, not for you. And so you come to him and you say, I want to do this. When do you think would be a good time? It would take us about eight minutes, and let him, you know, if he's gonna
0: say, I don't know, say, can you let me know on Thursday, right? So essentially, the thing after you've completed the quiz, you're falling into f- is it f- five? Five different five, ways yes. that we show or want to receive love. Yes.
1: And I love this because it clarifies and simplifies. And so, gifts, you know, obviously that one's, a, I don't need to describe it acts of service is Jennifer you know I love you so I'm going to observe you I'm going to see what you need to have done for you I'm going to help you out I'm going to offer to do that and I'm going to want to do it physical affection cuddles kisses words of affirmation you are such an amazing human being and I love how you contribute to my life uh Quality time, even at a distance, you can plug into quality time by making sure that you're texting, calling the, the person, doing some video conferencing calls. Um, and then, oh, my God, this usually happens. Uh, oh,
0: gosh, I wasn't counting. Did we? Were right. we at four?
1: What are we at four? I think we're at four. The love four. languages. Um, Access service, quality time, words of
0: affirmation, physical affection. What am I missing? I'm so, I am can't believe how many, how much you know, kind of uh, investment there is in this, in the well, love languages. Here's the thing, uh, let me though. see if I can when find for you. Them all when you here. know
1: what to invest in, then now you're actually more efficient. Now the time that you spend showing love to the other person is much more efficient. Right.
0: Yeah. And so when you learn that, okay, words of uh, affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, physical touch. I think you got them all. Yeah. You got them all. Um, so once you figure out what that love language is, then you're putting it into action yes so for instance uh, with my
1: husband it's acts of service and so I am constantly looking at him going what does he need and and you know men love that you can take care of those little things because we are multitasking minds as women men are single tasking minds, and I find generally in relationships and I say generally that men will do more of the bigger things and they appreciate having women take care of the, the smaller things. And this is something that does come naturally to us because Females of our species are better inclined to notice small details. And it comes with the mothering gene, basically, because we're the ones that spend most of the time with the, the, the babies and the toddlers. And we will therefore notice when the color is off, the weight gain isn't happening, and we'll act quickly on that. Whereas with men, you know, it's it's more of a, a bigger picture for them. Like I say to women, don't worry about your cellulite because he doesn't see it. His, his brain doesn't pick up on that because... For him, it's more of the big picture. He's seeing your outer curves and going, mm, "This is the woman I fell in love with." Even if your outer curves change, his mind is still there. This is the woman I fell in love with. Like it's, it's a beautiful thing. We, this stress that we have over our appearance, it's not over the men. It's because we're competing with
0: other women. Mm. North American beauty standards. You mm-hmm. could do a whole segment on that. Okay, I really want to get to this letter because I think that a lot of people are going to see themselves. Chantelle Hyde yeah. is the Canada's dating coach and uh, sent me a letter this morning um, from um, one of your... What do you call the people who come to you for dating help? Do you call them clients? My people, my your tribe. people? Uh, and I think a lot of women will see themselves in this letter. Mm-hmm. I certainly saw myself in this letter for it's years and you, yeah. years and years, 20 years ago, maybe, maybe less. Um, but I think that what is that whole chase the bad boy thing about and how do we break out of that? I think that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. There's, it's a thing because bad boy is a thing. Right. Uh, so let's talk about that. Oh, we're staying anonymous. I almost said her name. I'm not going to say your name, anonymous. Uh, so we'll get back, uh, take a break and we'll come back to that. Do you, you find yourself chasing people who are unavailable I don't mean just taken I mean like you know mentally unavailable yeah we'll come uh, back with that next 570 news Canada's dating coach is Chantel Hyde and you can find her well you can find her everywhere everywhere okay so give them the rundown Oh my God! Where's your favorite social media like venue?
1: Oh, I gotta say Facebook. Facebook. So I am. Uh, uh, I'm having the like the time of my life right now. Every Monday night at 8:30, I do a Facebook Live, and I'm addressing singles. I saw some of those. Oh, did you see the RJ Skinner one? Yeah. No, was not yep. that so good? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, so educational. So uh, what we're talking about right now is last Monday I had on a little bit of a personality RJ Skinner he's uh he's a writer for CBC he's a wrestler he's done like tons of acting he just wrestled David Arquette this past weekend. <laughs> I just saw on Facebook he pinned him. So yay, RJ Skinner, good for you. It's Part of the
0: acting career, right.
1: I'm gonna guess. <laughs> TMZ. Okay. They went. Uh, RJ uh, David Arquette was on a red carpet, and RJ showed up. They had a little slap down on the red carpet on like on Friday. Drama. <laughs> yeah, it was so, so good. much drama. So good. So I had RJ on, and uh, and we we um, we had a pretend date. On Facebook, and uh, we talked about the no kissing. But you know, he played the person who's like on a date with somebody that he's interested in, who now all of a sudden brings up you know this no kissing for three months role. And we had a very real conversation about that—the way it would happen for women on their dates. What are men going to ask? What are the concerns going to be? What, what's the pushback going to be? And how are you going to respond to that? And it was—it was incredible because I, I don't know if if you. Just notice that he went from, uh, you know, fully not being subscribed to this. Like, and this is this is so enlightening because that male mind, he literally said it well, it makes it worth it for me to be sexual during that wait and see period to see where it's going to go and how it's going to work out and whether or not we're going to be compatible enough. So for them, you know, sexuality is very forefront on their minds. And for them, sexuality is just a part of life. For us, sexuality is a bonding process for the most part. And I say the most part because obviously if you have an itch, you want to scratch and you're not looking for a relationship, then just go ahead and scratch it. But when we get into sexuality, sexuality with someone that we're looking to maybe start a relationship with, it puts our brain into relationship mode. Um, so that was great. And then we're and not
0: vetting anymore. We're not, we're not because vetting.
1: It, it shuts down the red flag alert. It mm-hmm. reduces your defenses because it tells your brain, I know everything I need to know. Right. And and you don't question that. You just fall into that. And then um, it was really interesting because I saw another uh, YouTube personality watching a video and this guy was videotaping him telling a girl that he was having sex with that I'm not committed to you. I'm not monogamous to you. I am having sex with a bunch of other girls. And if you don't like it, you can walk. And she's like, well, maybe we could just stay friends. He goes, I don't have friends that are girls. All of the girls that I have around me are girls that I'm having sex with. And she <gasps> was, nice. well, she was disappointed <laughs> by this because in her mind, They were working towards a relationship and that's what happens in the female mind is when we start getting sexual, that bonding process really makes us want to work towards a solid commitment, whereas that doesn't necessarily happen with a male. He's having sex with multiple women because that's what he wants to do.
0: Okay, we've got four minutes to talk about this letter. I'll read the letter. You get into it. Yeah. Uh, This is from Anonymous. Chantel, I've noticed a pattern when choosing a partner. It seems I always pick the ones who have a past of. Substance abuse, issues with family, seem to require rescuing, if you will. I have no past of substance abuse myself. Uh, My father, uh, it says my father did alcohol. I don't know what that means. I would say my father drank. Drank, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, I mean... I have questions heavily. Anyway, Uh, I'm close with my family. If I meet a guy who's more confident in life and closer with family, I don't feel like I can be me. It's like they might judge me. Anonymous, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, there's a couple of things at play here. Um, I remember when I was young, like grade four, I said to my dad, Dad, I'm going to marry you when I grow up. Mm. And that's something that psychologists have long known that we are most influenced by our opposite sex parent. And so we seek what's familiar, even if it's wrong for us. There's a combination of that with that yearning to be with the sort of model that we grew up with. And so that was really telling to me when she mentioned just in passing, you know, by the way, my father also had a drinking problem. Mm -hmm. And I see that pull that that seeking the familiar in combination with seeking the model that we grew up with. And I always say to dads, you need to date your daughters. You need to be that first male model. Show them how it's done. Show them how they should want to be treated, how they should be respected, because she will take that forward into her dating life and she will seek somebody who is like you. Um, and so it's, it's kind of, you really have to analyze your feelings. You, you, you know, that seeking was familiar, even if it's wrong for us. I see this a lot, women chasing men who are pulling away and pulling away from men who are chasing them. And they're not analyzing why they're pulling away from men who obviously seem to be so right for them. And another thing I say to women is make sure you have your perfect man list so that if you feel uncomfortable because somebody is leaning in too much, you can be objective about that and you can look at your perfect man list, compare this person, ask yourself, am I making sense to be pulling away from somebody who is obviously what I'm looking for? And and does it make sense to be chasing the one who's running away and trying to pull that person in instead? So we do need to be very conscious. And this is why I call like my dating program conscious dating. Like, And this came, remember Gwyneth Paltrow when she split up? And they call it conscious uncoupling. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's reverse that and, and let's put some consciousness into dating and let's really observe who it is that we're going after and who it is that we're pulling away from and, and really asking ourselves, is this making sense?
0: I think, and when I looked back on, and again, I'm just speaking f- from my own personal experience here. When I looked back on, like, and asked myself, why am I dating these guys who are just, you know, that bad boy thing? Mine was a little bit more about, about my weird narcissism. Like, oh, watch, I'll save you.
1: Oh, I can
0: make you love me enough that you'll want to save yourself. Like that kind of thing. So really, it had nothing to do with him. It was like a, a weird ego stroke that I was looking for. Right. You know? Yeah. When I examined
1: it later. I chased the the bad boys because they were just so much more
0: exciting. Yeah, sometimes.
1: And and really, like... about a motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And a couple tattoos, hey? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, it's just fine, as long as it's Mm -hmm. not destructive behavior. Okay, Polly's waving us wildly and furiously through the glass into the newsroom. Uh, Okay, one more time, if they want to get in touch with you. Canada's com or LoveMaker.love,
1: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podcasts, iTunes, you name it. YouTube, I got it. Come find me.
0: It is 9.58, 10 o'clock, into the newsroom next, and then Mike Farwell is on his way. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll see you tomorrow.